0: Welcome to the Rapid Growth Life and Business Podcast, where entrepreneurs, business owners and life hackers develop strategies to transform ourselves and our businesses in the fastest way possible with the least amount of friction. Remember, you're only ever one insight away. I'm your host, Snowy Phillips. Hi and welcome to today's episode. This episode is mostly speaking from a, let's call it a business perspective. That said, I think the ideas are equally valid for developing long-term friendships and relationships. It also, I guess, speaks to how we as people show up in the world. Anyway, let's begin. Okay, the first time I think I heard, well, this is what we'll be speaking about. We'll be speaking about the strategy of preeminence. And the first time I think I heard about the term preeminence, I was listening to some J. Abraham tapes. This must be some 20 odd years ago when Nightingale. Excuse me, Nightingale Conant would send you tapes in the mail. God, that was a long time ago. For those of you who don't know, Jay is, I guess, something of a cult hero in the marketing world. Many, let's call them modern marketers, at least in the non-institutional sense, the non madmen or Madison Ave- Avenue type sense, got their start around jay or i guess someone who'd been taught or had been in the orbit uh, of him and so people who know of jay abraham whisper his name with some sort of quiet reverence he's in the sort of bracket like i guess dan kennedy or gary halbert if you want to go a little bit more old school the likes of claude hopkins Fact of the matter is that many ideas that are used in the business world were, if not invented by Jay, they were brought brought to the forefront by him. Pretty much, I guess, no one had heard of USP, a unique selling proposition, before Jay kind of made it popular. Same with risk reversal and the Parthenon theory of, of business. It's actually, when I, when I think of the, the USP, it's funny how many people know about a unique selling proposition but still don't go about creating one for themselves. Anyway, Jay would also develop what he called the strategy, as I've mentioned, of preeminence. Anyway, I remember the first time I heard the term, and as much as I knew what eminence meant, the pre part was sort of lost on me. So if you, like me, are a little confused as to what it means, I'm going to throw some light on the subject. actually. Yeah, actually, before we discuss this as an idea, I want to make an observation from Webster's Dictionary. Actually, again, I'm stealing this from Jay also. He was the one who taught me about this as his way of of teaching preeminence. In Webster's, it makes a clear distinction between what a customer is and what a client is. A customer is well, this is what it says in Webster's: A customer is a person who buys a commodity or a service from you. And on the flip side, a client is a person who is under your protection. I'm paraphrasing here because dictionary speak does not lend itself, shall we say, to an entertaining or educational podcast. So take that as, as my slant on it. So if we are to be preeminent, firstly, we need to think of our customers as if they are clients. And that's and as I say, the same holds true for our friends, romantic partners, family, or actually, most importantly, ourselves. We should be under our own protection. Anyway, they need to be not just someone who we have a, let's call it a non-meaningful transaction with. So you need to be, and they need to be, someone we have a meaningful transaction uh, with. So instead, like I say, we want to treat our clients, our friends, our family, like we, what would be the best word, revere them. Or at least in part, that we take them under our wing. And as I say, same holds true for ourselves, you know, for that matter. We say to ourselves, these people and myself are under my protection. We make that statement to ourselves. These people and myself are under my protection. If we do that, at least consciously, we might treat them, I think, very differently if it's if we're just someone we've got to sell an idea to or cajole or manipulate or persuade we treat them and ourselves for that matter as someone a lot different if we're trying specifically to protect them maybe an example would do let me give you an example let's say you believe a person needs eight glasses of water in a day if you buy that narrative that we all need to be hydrated and someone needs eight glasses of water in a day to stay healthy and function properly and you own let's say a coffee shop or a bar or a restaurant or a or a a liquid shop and every day a person comes into our store and buys a bottle or a glass of water from from us and that gives him one him or her for that matter one of his or her required glasses of water for that day if you've got a customer focus you'll sell him or her that bottle of water and that's it job done see you again tomorrow but a client focus will sell him or her that bottle of water and offer the other seven now it's it's important that You offer the other seven, not from a, I'm trying to sell them something, because you're also looking to do this. If they're not getting that other seven from you, you want to make sure that he or she gets the other seven from someone else. Like I say, this is not a sales tactic. This is a, let's call it a giving a damn tactic. You don't mind if they get the water from somewhere else. You only care that they are getting it because your role is that of a trusted advisor, not a salesperson. And so the funny thing is, though, that actually when you adopt this approach and you do care, you're client your friend your family member your partner yourself you will well over time they will notice also and maybe just maybe he or she might buy that extra water from you or at least tell other people yours is the store to buy your water from and I say this works equally well if you're a parent or a partner a husband or a wife or a friend and obviously, if you take a moment to think about it, this goes far beyond the water example. But, but let's stay with the water example a second. Like I say, your job is to ensure that they get the water, that they are hydrated. And it doesn't matter if they get it from you. What matters is that you are ensuring that one way or another, through you or someone else, they get the, necess- the necessary amount of fluid to be hydrated through the day. If that's what you believe is your job to look after and protect them. So, like I say, this, this also works in in other areas. If you truly care about someone and your attitude is that of protecting... Or protecting them, this might also spread into all aspects of their business and their life. You you see that they need something in their business, and you know someone who will totally look after them. Well, you could leave them to make up their own mind, or you could be making recommendations. And, and like, I say, if you take on that attitude of your role as a protector, then. It also makes sense that you would want to protect them in not just the one domain, so you'll look for other areas to do the best by them, and you know moving aside from business in you know personal relationships, it might mean you have to tell someone the truth about something that may be hard or give them advice that may be painful. It may mean not letting something slide that you'd normally let go for fear of, like conflict, where you you address it because you know that a protector would do that. It may mean having to educate, motivate, or for that matter, you know, punish someone when they do something wrong, knowing that in the long run, it will help them. So preeminence is holding yourself and what you do for your clients, friends, family, romantic partners to the highest possible standards in whatever way that means to you, to them, to everyone involved. Because you believe that in the long run that doing that will make their world better. For you having done that. And. As I say. Sometimes doing that in the short term. May have a negative cost to you. And. If you're really protecting. You're willing to accept that cost. But. And it's a big but. When you do do that. People will notice. And if they are wise and if they can see the purity of your motives they will value you more because of it not only that but you will feel better because of the the value that you bring you'll feel better because of the value you bring And actually, because of that value that you bring, there will often be knock-on effects that affect you. For one, as you become the person who is holding others to higher standards, you will in turn raise your standards of how you treat people. And as you do that, more often than not, your own standards will raise so everyone wins because you commit to being a trusted advisor you will help them raise their standards of what they expect for themselves that in turn means you will have to raise your standards yourself in order to be able to do that the thing is Establishing yourself from the beginning as a preeminent advisor means that when the time comes, you become the only viable solution to a problem, a challenge, an issue, or an opportunity in their life. Let me say that again. When you establish yourself from the beginning as a trusted preeminent advisor, it means that At the moment, when they need someone. You become the only viable solution to a problem or a challenge or an opportunity in their life. The strategy of preeminence means that you look at everybody out there that you want to do business with, care about, be important to. And it means that you do it with this lens. That you make a decision that you're not going to wait for the money or the right situation to change hands before you start contributing, guiding, counselling, advising and protecting them. You do it in advance of any and every reward that you may or may not get. You give a damn about them with no expectation. Actually, I want to make one thing clear. Although this is called the strategy of preeminence, this is not a strategy or tactical play. This is doing the right thing because it is right. This is giving, or maybe it would be better stated, sowing a little love. And tending your field. Not because you expect the crop. But because you've taken on the identity of the one who sows. And for that matter protects. Anything that comes because of the sowing and protecting is a bonus. To be preeminent is to take on the role of trusted advisor. Protector. Even before someone appoints you to to do that role because you've stood up in advance and appointed yourself and like I say this works not only for business but for friendship relationships and ourselves you appoint yourself of the protector of everyone because that's the decision that you make that you decide that you're going to be preeminent because of the value that you want to bring. Not because of how or what you think you will get at some time in the future. This is a a mental game that you play with yourself for the betterment of all. This is, like I say, sowing the love in advance of expectation. This is you doing the right thing because it's right and that's what it means to be preeminent to go into the world sowing the goodness protecting those people who are your those th- those people who are your people your tribe your group your friends your family your clients or customers or business associates it's you taking on the role of the person who is there in advance of anything back to look after them that's what it means to pre- be pre-eminent. And I think that's a role in some small way that we should all take on. Because if we do that, not only, like, say, does the world and, and our relationships and our businesses get better, but we get better from taking on that role. Okay, I think that's probably a good place to stop this episode. That's the strat- strategy of preeminence. I hope you enjoyed this idea and I hope this idea is useful to you it's going to be a challenge if you decide to take on that role that 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 mantle of someone who is preeminent and if you do like say I think those around you and yourself for that matter will benefit as ever if this was useful please share it but more importantly do something with it Use the I, I, and I, and I formula, immediate in, implementation on ideas and insights. As ever, remember, you only ever want insight away. So, till next time, be well, stay lucky, stay happy, be preeminent, and go change the world in advance of getting something back. Till next time, be well, stay lucky.